Etruscan addicts and drugs not yet synthesized, black marketeers of World War III, excisers of telepathic sensitivity, osteopaths and spirits, investigators of infractions denounced by bland paranoid chess players, servers. What is going on, my freaks, geeks, and free thinkers? This is Mike Romanelli with episode number 47 of the Free Thinker Society. I'm sitting here with my main man, Clint Esposito. What is going on, Clint? Not a lot, Michael. Just living life mm. up here in the in the very comfortably uh, con- um, temperatured <laughs> attic at the moment. I like to always start the show off like just talking about... Update. Give everybody an update on how our conditions, our working conditions are up here in the, <laughs> in the studio. In the attic. That will someday be a studio. Once again, I'm sorry, anybody, that we're not doing video this time around. The studio is being worked on. Um, <clears throat> so this will all be audio only. But I'm excited to be back. Well, there's a graphic. They can see you holding <laughs> a, a, a DM or a LSD mod- molecule. molecule. Yeah. Mm. But that's it. So, Clint, what's up, man? Not much. Doing a lot of comedy lately. So, that's that? good. And not just at the dojo. Not just at the dojo. And I got some other stuff coming up. So, um, really excited about that. It's pretty cool because that. our listeners, they don't have to be from New Jersey and they can watch your comedy, right? Well, yeah, that too. Uh, this, well, it'll probably be after that. But, because uh, we already released this week. But I do have a show... I own livestreamcomedy.com, mm-hmm. so uh, basically I've been streaming podcasts and stuff for years, and I have the equipment, so I'm going to start streaming um, not just... So I have a show called Livestream Comedy, and then it's numbered whatever, and then I also have Cobra Comedy, which is more of just standard mm-hmm. comedy show. But people can watch your shows, right? Well, so now I want to do Cobra Comedy as well, and just do yeah. all of my shows... Um, just live stream them so right now the way my site works it would be like a monthly subscription but i'd only do like five bucks and then you'd get it for the whole month and however many shows we do which at this point will probably only be like two or three but uh that's a good deal yeah that's an awesome deal and and live stream comedy actually has um recorded pre-recorded skits so uh you actually you know, only, it's like an OnlyFans for comedy. It's like only, it's like comedy OnlyFans. No, uh, they don't. They do live stuff too. You can buy chicks live streams on there. Mm, I don't know about that stuff. <laughs> but it sounds like a I problem. have a OnlyFans. We d- were talking about this earlier. I have one. I just put, um, I just put regular, you know, like my same shit I put on everything else, you know. And there's just dudes in, on there in my. It message box like they don't know how to behave with people that aren't doing porn on there so they just all are, are like where's your xxx <laughs> or like or like just just post a video of your body so we can enjoy your beauty or something do you <laughs> have to pay to watch it um mine yeah. no oh that's so they're like yeah show the people butt, are man. just yeah exactly exactly mm. Mm, I'm like it. I'm just gonna record my workouts, and if they want to jerk <laughs> off to it, like, dude. <laughs> my buddy was a it's none of my business. Is my it? buddy was a Mr. New Jersey little guy, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And after he won Mr. New Jersey, this is like pre-social media, and uh, 
he would get like, hey man, this guy's gonna this guy's gonna pay me like two hundred bucks for an hour training session. This is like back in the nineties. And he'd come back, he'd be like, Bro, <laughs> this guy would like ask me to take my shirt off. And, <laughs> and he's a little simple, this guy. So yeah. he, I'd be like, brother, try he's like, someone's trying to, to bang you. Someone's trying to get something sucked here. I don't know if he, what's happening. And he, he finally figured it out. But it took him a little while. It had to get weirder and weirder and bigger yeah. offers. And then he realized that these guys just wanted to watch him work out. It was real crazy. Yeah, so well, I can't imagine with this shit. With well, them. that's, they're just like, uh, one guy just writes me like, you ever been blown by a dude? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and I have been, you know, you I don't have know. Been I, I, I have been <laughs> offered, but I never, I never took it. I'm like, not really my thing. Sorry. And then he's like, says something else. Then he's like, something about being with couples. And then I'm like, are you a couple? And he's like, yeah. But I'm like, you still offered to suck my dick first. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, I like, the it's, like it's, a, it's like a pervert with a fucking van with candy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got this hot wife, man. Yeah. You can fuck her first. This is yeah, not where the free exactly. thinking society is supposed to be going right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're free thinking I'm right sorry, now. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, OnlyFans. Um, you know, but you know, here, here's my take on OnlyFans, though, real quick. I can spin it into like a spiritual type or whatever you want to call this thing. I think OnlyFans is cool because it takes the it, it. I mean, I hope it takes the creeps out of the industry, right? Yeah. Because the purse, the cre- content creator has full control. Yeah. And doesn't have some. I mean, and, I'm sure there's some that have creepy people tell, but for the most part, they just take control of whatever well, they want to do. From what I've seen, my colleagues on OnlyFans, <laughs> from what I've seen them do, they're pretty much just producing all their own stuff yeah. now. Uh, and it's their own channel. And I buy stuff. Uh, I do go to OnlyFans and I buy stuff because then I'm not a pervert. I'm a philanthropist. Yeah, <laughs> you are, man. And that's what I'm saying. This is the way to. I don't personally partake in porn, but. Uh, it's so gross, isn't it, Mike? Well, no. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I don't know if I ever brought the. Oh, fuck it. I have an open book, right? So that whole Baphomet story. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened, but she I She was telling you not to watch porn. I stopped watching porn ever since then. You got raped. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Did I tell you about that part? That's funny you said that. Um, so I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't move on the floor. Uh huh. And um, I couldn't because you know this, this creature was sitting on top of me, and I could not move. And then someone started rubbing my leg, and there was an old dude behind me, and I'm like, oh fuck, and he was like rubbing my leg, and I'm like, oh no, and I'm like, I can't do anything. Like here we go, I'm gonna get raped in this apartment right now. And I didn't say anything to anybody, and I don't even know what happened after that. But I brought it up to my buddy who was in the room, and he was like, no, man, I was, like, checking on you. He's like, that was me. Just say, are you all right? Because you weren't moving, drooling on yourself. He's like, I wasn't rubbing your leg. I was kind of, like, tapping your leg. Like, are you all right? I'm like, all right. At least <laughs> at least that old guy with the beard didn't stick anything in my butt. That's good. Um, but Did yeah. I tell you about the story of the time I almost got raped by a high-level jiu-jitsu guy? No. I Well, maybe. But tell it again. Dude. We were somehow ended up just he and I at my house and we were drinking or whatever. And then it was hot. The one, the the, the fucking AC unit broke, right? So I take my shirt off, not thinking about it. Now he takes his off. Now we're just standing in the kitchen and he keeps standing next to me. And I'm like, fuck. And he like... I don't know. He was being weird. So then I'm just like, bro, I'm driving you home. And he's like, no, you've been drinking. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Because 
he was he's big and he's a fucking like I'll show you him later. Like he's a fucking real deal. Yeah, fuck, he, like, he can hurt you. I'm very rapable. Like yeah. that's the end of it. If he wanted to, mm. it would have been. Did he go any further? Or no, I drove you? him home. Okay. I almost got raped by a woman once. <laughs> a jujitsu woman? No, she's a really big fucking hillbilly, <laughs> man. She would ask me to drive her home every night from work, and she'd uh-huh. get so fucking wasted, and I would be like, all right, and I, I didn't want to do it, and then she, like, she'd have her tongue pierced, and she'd click her tongue. She'd be all fucking, I guess, methed out or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. And she'd like, click her tongue, click her tongue. I'm like, oh, no. And then every stoplight, she'd just jump over and start tongue in my ear, and, tongue, and I had to push her off of me. And she it was, was on Molly or something. No, I don't know. I mean, I think I think she might have like some kind of amphetamine, coke, crack, something. And she was a large woman. And I can never say no. That was part of my problem. I never had boundaries to say no. I can't drive you home. Uh, she's like, you live right next to me. Come on. And oh. I'd be like, and every light I had to like tack like this woman would really just go after me. It was really hard. <laughs> and she never went for your crotch. She just always went for your face. She would always lick my neck, and I'd be like, no, I'm not into this. And I'd like, push her off of me. This is the strangest uh, free thinker ever. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I really had some, in- I had some good stuff I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, um, so <laughs> I'm just thinking of this woman attacking you. She would click her fucking, the worst part is she would click her, her, her I would hear the click before. Uh, that, was her, that was her tongue ring, clicking her teeth. Oh, she was trying to let you know what's up. I, well, now I look back and it's like, oh, fuck, I knew it was coming. And then just kissing my neck. And it was like, and I, I have to really have to restrain her. Uh, like, stop. No. And it's just. Was she? Oh, she wasn't drunk. She yeah, was she, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, oh, would drink, she would drink sevens and sevens and wait for me to get off work. She just play. Perfect. She play the mega touch. Just grind her teeth. And get all get all horned up. Yeah, she's been there since like ten in the morning. It's like fucking one. I'm on the double shift too. It's almost one. And oh man, she knew I liked fish, so she'd like come with. The How dumb, long was this drive? Dumb, dumbest fish. Like I heard Farmhouse today. I'm like, it's like the song that nobody likes. I'm like, all right. Um, she just tried to fucking relate with me so bad, but she was. This is God forgive me. She looked like Fiona from Shrek, but her skin wasn't that green. But she That's looked exactly <laughs> like her, man. Um, and uh, how long was the drive? It was like 15 minutes. She waited two hours for you to drive her Well, I mean, I'm sure she was getting her fucking groove on with all the amphetamines, whatever she was taking, yeah, plus true. whacking down the She drinks. was like, it's perfect timing. So one time. She's so like, had, it's perfect had, timing because I get done. I get to uh, tie one on here and yeah. then uh, I He's get a ride home. Up, I get a ride home and I, maybe I'll get lucky with this guy. Yeah, hope, eventually. And she tried a lot. Eventually. Until finally, I my, I started dating my wife, and yeah. then my wife was kind of like, "He's mine" type thing, and she just backed off. Did they have to fight? No, no, no. She really liked my wife because we all worked together. <laughs> they never so she had was to like, no, 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 no. Wrestle or anything <laughs> over you? No. One night though, this is such not free thinker side. So one night we had <laughs> maybe we'll label this something. Else. One night we had a party at my house, um, and a bunch of my all my roommates were guys that worked at the restaurant, and. Um, Somehow, I guess she slept. She slept in my. I mean, I was locked in my room because she. That's another thing. Like when we'd have parties, she, they bang on my door. Come on, I know you're in there. I just lock my door. Like no, no, I put like things like, I'm good. I'm going to sleep. And we have these wild parties. So one night, I guess she slept there, and I guess she had a boyfriend, and he was banging on the door. Like, where's my woman? <laughs> she didn't come on. She he tracked her down to the house. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like four in the morning, you're just banging. 
and she left her shoes. It was a real disaster. It was a real fucking disaster. I had to bring her shoes to work in the morning. It was like everyone's laughing at me. Like, why did you have her shoes? Oh man, wonder what ever happened to her. Um, they're probably married now. Yeah, maybe. But back to uh, back to free thinkers. I knew the conversation we were having prior <laughs> to this starting. I <clears throat> I even said to Mike, I was like. Oh, you're ready to go free thinkers now. And he goes, no, it's all right. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, there's no way we're jumping off of this ship onto free thinkers right now. Well, I guess free thinkers, you got to just think freely. You just got to not judge your thoughts, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guys, I'm sorry if, if if you don't like this one. But here, here's here, <laughs> I don't know how to transition into this. <laughs> Like I said, we can call this something else. I could put it on my podcast. I'll be like, uh, I did a podcast randomly. I don't know how to transition this in from what we're talking about into this. but So I was supposed to be on zero with Sam all last week. And he kept calling me at the, wa- the worst times. So it never happened. So I have a bunch of cool notes of things that we were going to talk about there. That I thought would be cool to talk uh, to the listeners about. And it was basically like just like early on and just um awakening or you know uh, i love how sam's model of conspiracies lead to spirituality because for myself that's definitely a real thing um conspiracies were always uh a big i don't even I call it conspiracies just looking at looking at things through a different lens um <clears throat> was part of just kind of growing up i found i probably have said it on here before i've always said it on other podcasts it really started with me um, hanging out in, in urban neighborhoods and just seeing how they were structured differently and hearing the older guys on the basketball courts talk about that, how it was all designed. And then seeing like, um, I forget the fucking name, but in New York City, there would be these guys. Oh, man, I don't know if you, there would be these guys in New York City that were like, I don't know, somehow they were like Jewish or something, but they were black and like militants and they'd be like, talking and all this shit about basically how like you know how the ghettos were designed and all and they would drop knowledge i sit there and watch and they give you the pamphlets and stuff and it was really interesting uh i think professor griff from public enemy was part of that movement or whatever um are they not black panthers is that something yeah. different it's later this is like in the 90s i'm talking about i don't know if the panthers were part of it and then like rage against the machine which i know now is a whatever but back <laughs> then rage against the machine you know you go to their concerts and they give you, you know, all these activists and I, I know what it's morphed into, guys, but I'm talking about in the 90s when it was a little different. And uh, so my eyes were open and I would see things and it was true. It was true. There was more liquor stores. There was less police around. There was more crack in those neighborhoods. There was a lot of fucked up shit. A lot of people's fathers were in jail for stupid shit. There was a lot of things that didn't seem right. And my eyes would be like, what the fuck? This is not right. And um, it's not just with the black community. It was in Latino communities. And before that, you could say it was even in the Italian ghettos and every every generation that came here, right? There's always yeah. This I think weird every um, probably new people where they jam them into mm-hmm. a into a just the ghetto in general. Yeah. Now, however, African American community definitely has suffered the most. I, I'm not trying to argue with all that, but <clears throat> so um so yeah. So the cons- so conspiracies definitely led to spirituality for me, and then my whole 9/11 story. Um, and just watching, you know, whatever that whole fucking thing was all about and then being told what it was and tell, being told I was crazy for what I saw. Um, and, uh, you know, it it led to my spiritual, you know, these terms are so corny, but spiritual or definitely not enlightened, but 
just having these thoughts and realizing that things aren't what they seem, I guess, like free thinking really just yeah. comes around free thinking, like where we think about just uh, everything, almost everything we're told is a lie, you know, yeah. shout out to fucking Ryan Bledsoe, I mean, I love how he says everything that you know about aliens is a fucking lie, because I love to eat up that stuff, I love to go down every rabbit hole, and he's like, everything you've been told on, on YouTube and all that's all bullshit, and I could understand that that's definitely true, because pretty much everything that we get told is 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 upside down or wrong and right so the spirit the 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 conspiracies and the all that crazy shit um it gets depressing after a while and i feel like we've gotten i've gone back to all that stuff because of just the state of the world right now and a lot of my friends getting turned on to all this stuff recently so i had to kind of go back but i kind of ditched all that stuff and i started bettering myself and looking at different uh, at first it started was like very occult teachings and sometimes it got that even even spirituality sometimes it got a little dark because some of that stuff can be dark magic and things like that right so very very early on in my in in my awakening process I was given a book and I don't know if you're familiar with it or if any of our listeners are but this book changed my life and just recently it's like whenever I need a refresher I go to this book and this man's teachings, because um, they just changed my life. And that's uh, Miguel Ruiz and the Four Agreements. You know about that? No, I've heard you talk about it, but so so Miguel Ruiz is a he's a um, he's a Mexican. He's he's from Mexico. Oh, you can't say that. He's from, <laughs> he's, from, he's, from, he's, Mex, he's from Mexico. Um, I believe he lives in California now, and uh, he wrote the Four Agreements back in 1997. And um, actually, I was going through a really rough time in my life, and my mom left the book by my nightstand and um you know back then you didn't have your phone to just read through or whatever so i couldn't sleep one night and i just said fuck it and i started reading it i was like this is fucking really interesting i didn't want to admit it that like you know when you're a 17 year old kid you don't want to admit that your mom dropped something about your bed and you're like but i kept reading it and i read it and i would read it over and i read it over and shit man i just read it again the other day and like so the the four agreements by miguel ruiz now miguel Something happened with him health-wise, so his son is kind of taking the reins, junior now. So Miguel Ruiz Jr., he's awesome as well. His son is amazing as well. I've seen both of them speak live. I've done workshops with them. Their um, their teachings have changed my life. It's Toltec. Toltecs are a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, they call themselves artists. Um, but it's, you know, they come from like a shaman lineage in, in Mexico, and it's more of like almost like saying a Mayan. Toltec is a type of tribe or whatever you want to call it, um, and they have their own pyramids and all that. So the four agreements, are they seem so simple. Do you know them? No. We'll go through them real quick. So they seem so simple, yet <clears throat> when you read each chapter, they're pretty, uh, they're not as easy, but if you apply them to your life, your life could be pretty awesome. So the first one is uh, be impeccable with your word, Right? So whatever comes out of your mouth, and that's really hard for, I feel like, us. Um, not that I'm a comic, but I like to fuck around with you guys. And just like before with this, right? Like we were fucking around and saying some crazy shit. And, you know, you could it could even go as far as, like, be careful what you say even when you're joking and things like that. And I struggle with that part because I love to just say crazy shit. And if I could get a comic to laugh just once in a day, I'm so happy. Um, and that's what you guys do, right, for a living. But more importantly, it's like be impeccable with your words, like, if I tell you I'm going to be here at seven o'clock right. on the podcast, I'm going to do it. If I, you know, that's more important. But when it goes deeper into it, you know, it's even like the self-talk, the yeah. funny talk, 
you know, we love to fucking self-deprecate, right? We love to make really fucked up situations. Yeah, but, but that stuff weighs on you. It can, right? But so, so that's so as easy as that is, like as far as like lying and all that stuff, absolutely. But then it can go deeper, right? The next one I struggle with hard. Don't take things personally. But it's so true. Like one something somebody not from this book said to me a while ago is like, what you think about me is none of my business. And it's so fucking true. Yeah. You know, like don't take anything personal. Like I take I'm the king of that. I think you've been around me long enough. Like someone doesn't call me back or email. Oh, they hate the club. They're, they're an enemy of the club. They don't like us. They hate it. They, I gave him such a bad meal. He's never coming back here. And then the guy book, oh, I was in Europe for, sorry, Mike. Yeah, it was yeah. great. You know, it's all these stupid stories and lies you tell yourself. And it's also just not your fucking business what people think about you. The third one is don't make assumptions. King of that too. That kind of goes into what I was just saying about the assumption part, right? You have why they didn't call. Mm-hmm. Right. Making all those assumptions. And then the last one, I really, the first and the last one are like, I really try all the time is do your best. And I tell my kids that, and I tell everyone that works for me, as long as you do your best, there's nothing else you could do. Yeah. If you truly believe in your heart you did your best, that's it. Yep. Right? So they seem so simple, yet they are They are really hard. I mean, I struggle, like I said, with uh, two and three a lot. Um, <clears throat> but they're, they're, but you know, obviously each one has you know a full chapter and really goes into it a lot more than what I just told you. And now another thing, they have this uh, book called Mastery of Love, and I've listened to a lot of their lectures, and they talk about unconditional love and conditional love, right? And how we have so much conditional love, and I'm not going to go too deep into this, but they are masters of talking about this. Like, con- like we have so much conditional love and domestication, like we domesticate people, like we domesticate animals, you know? And it's... um. The easiest way to describe that is like when you're giving unconditional love, you're fully open and you don't care. Like if you have a kid or a pet or your mother or father or whatever, like you have an unconditional love. You're fully open for them. You'll do anything for them. It doesn't matter what you don't have limitations for the most part, especially when they're young or old or whatever. Or um, now conditional love is like I love this person or I love, you know, if they do that, if they fit into this and, you know, you start you start domesticating them. And it's real interesting stuff, man. And it's like, it, it seems so simple, but when you hear these, these men talk about this, it's really, really deep. And it, in a way, it kind of goes, they don't, they're not conspiracy theorists, I don't believe, but it, it, they really talk about the domestication of, of society and, and humans and how we really have been trained to be put in this box. And it kind of goes back to a lot of the shit that we talk about, about true potential and who we really should, who we really are and if we didn't have all this shit around us and all these filters and all this crap and, and just stuff put on us, how we could be so much better people, you know? Um, it's just interesting, man. Think about if everybody just ate right and were healthy and felt good. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Or didn't even... Just that alone. And didn't and didn't uh, alter their chemistry so much. Yeah. I know I'm all about... Uh, like, you know, I know that's a big part of my message, but, you know, I'm... I'm, gonna, I, I'm I think that's different. Altering your chemistry mentally for a short period of time is different than like um, altering your blood viscosity with some fucking known, uh, you know, poison 
Yeah, or just any of these drugs that, you you know, I, I was on blood pressure pre- pressure medication years ago, and I had to stop because it was making me dizzy, and I was yeah. like, whoa, like it was just altering who I was, right? So there's all kinds of things. That so what did you do me. about your blood pressure? Um, nothing. I'll probably have a stroke tomorrow. <laughs> no, I changed my diet. I lost like, I mean, I wasn't supposed to do what I did. I just took myself off the medication completely, yeah. and you're, I guess you're not supposed to do that. But I, Listen. I, 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 I did a lot of beats back then. Yeah. Um, and I also, I just, I just really changed my diet. I lost like thirty or forty pounds. Um, that's kind of when I made that whole change where I just look like a different person. It's kind of when I started doing all the plant medicines and all that stuff where I look like a totally different person. Yeah. Um, but I got to figure out how to naturally do something because I've, I've been told my blood pressure is getting high again. But I think it's has to do with stress and stuff as well. I don't know. But Maybe. but no, I've done that with a lot of things. Like I was on I was on medication for um, depression and things when a bunch of my friends died. And but you I was say like, whoa, I don't like that. I took myself off of it. Yeah. And you say you're quote unquote not supposed to do that but who's supposed to be the fucking dictator of what you're taking you know well unfortunately they don't tell you how to get like they just say no you gotta stay on this stuff because i'm not doing that and they're not paid by you getting off of blood pressure medicine or whatever antidepressants or whatever the fuck it is or even like opiate medications yeah they, they put the people on that's a really sad one is that people are like i'm getting off them and they're just getting put on Op- medicine that is just yeah. now it's like the doctors and they're cut it's yeah. the same shit they're not and they never and I, I talked to so many people that say they want to get off of it and their doctor won't tell them how to get off of it and they're like what the fuck and it's like those no you have to like it's just that's a whole yeah but so imagine we didn't have all of that right imagine like you said you ate properly yeah slept properly yeah uh trained properly worked out you know d- took care of your mind spent time outside you weren't just stuck inside uh that's a big one, man. At work or in your cubicle or whatever. And now just in your house, people don't even drive to work. That's a, a big lot of one. People. That's a really, really big one. During the pandemic, like when we were really in true lockdown, I remember I used to always go outside. When I would talk to you guys or even, I would just always go out. It didn't matter if it was freezing cold or it didn't matter, you know, if it, whatever. I would just go outside and just be in nature because it was just... I kind of it kind of brought me back to like remember like you got to do this every day. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things from that lockdown that I'm grateful for, and that was definitely one of them. Just to remember, like, holy shit, take your shoes off and walk in the grass, and just look at the birds, look at the you know, listen and, um, yeah. So imagine we did all that. How how amazing, or what we who we really are. And uh, I think nutrition is the big one because. Okay. You know, and all the stuff in the whatever, everything at this point, you know, the food being sprayed and then that stuff gets into the water. And then if you have well water, you know, it's in there. But then if you get city water, they're putting shit in there, too. And even recently, I've started doing. uh, So I read something about having some salt water in the morning Mm -hmm. with like lemon in it or lime or whatever. So I started doing that, and they're like, "Oh, the it's got to be like sea salt or whatever, you know." Or pink salt is good. Yeah, exactly. Or pink Himalayan salt, because that has all these minerals and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that we're probably supposed to have absolutely. But now it's been taken out of the salt, and the way that, uh, like 
this shit is just funny to me. If you look at regular salt, it says has iodine, unnecessary, uh, whatever, trace mineral or some shit like that. Then if you look at the pink Himalayan salt or the sea salt, which they people warn against, like my dad has high blood pressure, so what? He, really? he's not you? allowed to have regular salt. He can have the table salt. What? Yeah, but not regular salt, but not uh, healthy for you salt. Then he's always getting tested when he, uh, he has issues and magnesium low, this is low, that's low. And I'm like, okay, so that's removed out of the salt that they're allowing you to have. The magnesium will come back in if he goes to um, 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 um Yeah, does, you know, um, goes in those baths. Yeah, he needs floats. to just at least do um, some at home. Mm-hmm. The Epsom salts. Yeah. But so salt's so good. And then they're like, you can't drink it. Right. So I've just been and if you look at Gatorade, there's a ton of sodium in it. And then but then it doesn't have all the trace minerals with it. And in my head, I'm like, I would think that this was packaged better by nature than it was packaged by Gatorade. Well, you could absolutely take a pinch of salt and drink it. Well, I've been a lot of athletes do that. I have been drinking a bunch of salt. My sweat tastes like the ocean now. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have any blood pressure issues, and I'm not, like, cramping or getting dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. Now, what I was told was that the table salt, why they say it was bad for blood pressure and all that stuff is because it actually, like, it almost, like, puts little, like, I don't know how you say this, like, cuts or whatever in blood vessels. The table salt's not... That's well, where it really comes from. He uses that salt, and he won't use the other salt. Yeah, the other stuff is... Huh. No, the natural stuff is super But how important. about the fact that it says on it, the way that it's worded, you know, like if you look at the b- back of a natural one, it'll say like, uh, just trace amounts of these, alum, you know, like minerals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then on the front, it says, does not have iodine, a necessary whatever. Oh, yeah, that's what I'll say. And then there. the other one doesn't mention that it doesn't have any minerals or anything in it and is just like... Uh, it has iodine, which is a necessary, I forget what it's called, says element or necessary something or other. And I'm like, the way that this is pitched is really weird. Like they're just like, Oh, this one's better. Cause it has iodine. Yeah. That's fucking But how weird. much iodine could be in that? It can only be trace amounts of that too. Yeah. And it's probably just fortified anyway. It's probably not even natural. No, it's not. They added it. They yeah. bleached the salt. Yeah. They took everything out of it and then they added iodine and they're oh like, Hey, check it out. We fucking hooked you up. You know, that's why you got to learn how to just grow your own shit, get your own stuff uh, as much as you can. I mean, dude, where do I harvest salt? Well, I mean, I bought a bunch. <laughs> I have a lot from like Alaska. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can find. I want to harvest it myself. Mike. I have no idea. I could look into it, but there's a lot of places that will sell you good sea salt, good natural salt. Yeah. Uh, pink. I mean, the stuff from Costco is cheap and great. Yeah. The pink salt. It's really good. Um, but I mean, it, this whole thing, man, is so fucked. I mean, being in the food industry, um, I've been awake to this shit for a while. Is like, it's not the way we get our our food is just so wrong. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you can just get a fucking ground up animal out of any window at any given time, pretty much all hours of the night, at least from here to my ride home, there's probably 15 places I could just go and get a ground up animal in a bag. God knows how that animal was treated. God knows how, you know what I mean? And and I'm not, I'm, I'm messing with vegan 
the vegan diet and, and vegetarian diet. And it's like, it's for me right now. It's because I just, I can't consume that factory farm shit. Now I, I'm not against hunters. I'm not against people that ethically gra- get their own food, but for me, I don't have time to hunt. Uh, I would love to ha- raise animals someday, but I know the way these things are treated, man. There's a reason why there's laws that you can't film slaughterhouses. There's a reason why yeah. they transport animals only at night. You know, they don't they don't transport livestock and stuff, and you're not allowed to transport during the day because if 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 most people knew how these animals were treated, uh, I don't think a lot of people would be eating them, and they would think, you know, I I fight with my not fight I I I argue my mother a lot. She'll say, I don't want to hear. She'll close her ears. I don't want to hear about that. I love to eat meat. I go, but that's that's just, ignorance is not bliss. That's ridiculous. Like, you're an animal lover, but if I'm going to talk to you about how they butcher these animals and how they what they do to them, um, it bothers you. It doesn't make any sense. And I feel like, and I don't want to beat up my mom because she's a great person, but that whole generation is like, they don't want to, it's not in their sight. So they don't hear about it. So and that's kind of why it, we fucked the planet. We fucked our. We fucked because we just constantly just. It's like I don't want to know about that. I don't want to know about all the plastic in the fucking ocean. I think a lot of it got. I agree. People turn their heads and they don't want to see it. But a lot of it is like because how are they going to change it? And I know that's how my parents feel because I'm always on them about what they eat. But like so, we've now gone to factory farming because just the person with the most money you know uh or can generate the beef the quickest and the cheapest you know is going to make the most money so well it's going to be the cheapest for meat right but if you really want to eat meat you can find a farmer you get to know a farmer well that's what we went yeah, that's what and found a uh farm 2 miles from my girlfriend's house that has cows you basically go up and say hey, I want to buy my quarter cow Mm -hmm. now and they'll slaughter it first or second week in October. You reserve it and then they slaughter it and then they have it uh, all butchered up, frozen, and then you get farm. The guy basically is like, yeah, those cows are across the street right now in the pasture. And you could do that. And and the problem is that people I mean, obviously people People further from the city, though, to the city. would have to drive all the way out here. Yeah, but there's online and there's ways to do it. And and it's just people like um people want instant, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, those windows where you could just grab beef. Right. Um you know, and there are ways. There are health food stores, there's because places to get you know, there's farmers markets, there's it's a little more of a pain in the ass. But that's not in our culture anymore. That's what I mean. That's why it's a pain in the ass. Because like wouldn't you have had to a hundred years ago? probably made time out of your busy fucking schedule to go somewhere to secure yourself food for the week or whatever you know like yeah, and you didn't have all the preservatives yeah you had to like get what you need you know yeah life was more difficult but healthier like isn't that yeah almost everything they ate was organic (laughs) that's what i tell my parents you know i'm like it's not your guy's fault because you guys grew up with good food and then the food turned to shit on you throughout your life so now the same thing you were eating the pasta the pasta sauces the bread now became way more harmful yeah in their lifetimes and became you know like went to shit so they're just eating the same thing that they've always think about it when they were young my parents are 75 when they were young everything was probably grass fucking fed 
everything was probably organic. Like, there yeah. was no such thing as organic because that's just how it was grown. Exactly. And now, I mean, you look at uh, all, all the the even the even their soft drinks and stuff were in glass, and yeah, a nice brown glass with just regular sugar. Yeah. You know, and then yeah, and then corn Which syrup is came at least into play. A little bit less. It is. It no, listen, it was definitely a lot And it had cocaine in I was, it. <laughs> you ever we really fucking, missed out. You ever see that fucking uh <laughs> You ever see that one thing that there was like something to calm you down? It was like literally like coating <laughs> coating cannabis, like fucking everything. Oh, yeah. Cough syrup. Yeah, I saw that. Um Dude, I bet that shit fucking worked. <laughs> I bet you that shit was really good. Uh but you know, even something as simple as like plastic, right? When we were kids, like everything all of a sudden turned plastic. Yeah. And now it's just fucking safer. Sick. Again, safety. Hey, you won't cut yourself. Uh, Shatterproof. <laughs> fucking blah, blah, blah. Uh, now everything comes wrapped in plastic. Plastic is everywhere. It's in, you know, oh, there's just so. At the end of the day, man, it's not, I don't even believe it's all conspiracy. I think a lot of it just comes down to the almighty dollar. Yeah. You know? And then it just once money fucking you know once you start making money you can't stop once that machine's yeah. going you can't stop and and I, so some some of it might be nefarious like why is there so much fluoride in the water that's a little weird why are they allowed to have so much uh, bullshit in the food like all these chemicals that are banned in other countries eleven hundred or whatever it is why are they allowing that to stay in there what's well, even more creepy is why is Look at all the seeds. <laughs> Why right. are we allowed to patent seeds? Why are we allowed yeah. to, you know, that the the, far, the, the big agriculture? It gets yeah, real the GMO weird. deal. Gets yeah, real they weird. make them return all their seeds. They yeah, make them return them. Yeah, it, that's real creepy. And I thought that was a conspiracy till I started really getting into farming. And I started going to these farms, talking to these farmers, and some of them don't want to fucking talk because they get their checks, and others want to just spill their guts and tell you everything. Yeah, and. <laughs> I've, I I I, you know, I should reach out to some of them. Maybe get them on the show. Um, it's interesting, man. You go into the fucking the heartland and you start talking to these farmers, yeah. and, and they'll tell you about this, the change. And it's 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 everywhere, man. And it's even it's even spiritual on the level of like Netflix and all this shit, right? I don't I don't. And once again, guys, I'm not enlightened. I'm not better than anybody. I just have been working at this for a while, and I fall off whatever. But I don't really consume media, right? I don't consume. TV shows and I watch stand-up comedy listen to podcasts sometimes I kind of stop doing that because I don't want to get influenced with our podcast so I had to stop that it's like so I'm kind of back to audiobooks right now <laughs> um but um yeah so like but I don't watch I don't watch movies I don't watch Netflix I don't watch that shit and I have little ones that are getting bigger and they're into Marvel and all that stuff and I don't want to be the Debbie Downer but the other day I had to walk out they were watching uh, Black Widow I had to walk out I was like, no, nah, this is literally predictive programming. So it's like it's spiritual warfare too, right? And and when I was a kid, I was the I had the biggest horror collection you could ever imagine. Every horror movie you could imagine, I, I still probably have in DVD. The music I consumed, death metal, gangster rap, the most fucked up music. My favorite band was Guar. You know, I just consumed. I mean, there's a Guar poster right here. Still, right? I consumed everything dark, and just laughed at as a joke. It was always a joke. It's always funny. Like, I was the guy that would laugh in the slasher films in the movie theater and all that stuff. But then as I got oh, as I got older, and it really started when I started doing heavy doses of ketamine, I would see the programming from the screen, and it would really bug me out. Because I used to love to put on, like, um, 
I don't think this has programming, but I will watch like tool videos. And then like after I saw every tool video a million times, I just put on anything and, and just zone out to the TV. And I would see like when a commercial or something would come on, I would see like the programming coming out of it. I know that sounds wild, guys, but I would. And then now later on, not taking any of these things, sometimes if I'm in a room and I don't want to be around it, I'll close my eyes, I'll meditate, and I could fucking still see and feel some kind of fucking, it's, it's a spiritual game, man. I feel like there's just, we're just bombarded on so many levels from our food, from our yeah. air, from our water. Um, I mean, a lot of uh, people's spiritual practices, too, are fucking hijacked, right? How many times do you see all these fucked up churches and yeah. things, right? So it's just coming at us all way. Like, uh, you got to have a head head on a swivel and just fucking, like Sam says, crop dance all the time. Just ready to fucking, you know, but be a peaceful warrior. There's no, there's no, there's no reason to get all crazy, you know. You can grow your own food. You can, uh, there's so much media out there. Like there's so many people like us and there's other people out there. Your live stream comedy. There's a lot of stuff out there that's not hijacked. You know, Netflix is a load of shit. I I keep telling my wife, like, can we just get rid of this thing? Yeah. It's garbage and it's all got an agenda. Oh yeah. It's all got a fucking agenda, man. Go in and watch Explained and then it has pandemics. (laughs) You'll fucking laugh. Come out in like 2019. So, Yeah. Yeah, and it literally explains the entire fucking thing that they did. Like, every step, it literally goes through it, and it's all the players. Well, we haven't... Let's let's stay away from that one for now. <laughs> but yeah, right? And, um, fuck. Oh, yeah, so then, okay, so I was recently uh, spent some time alone, um, and it started getting boring. So I said, let me put on Netflix. And I could not. I tried to watch old movies that I liked. Couldn't get through them. So I said, let me just watch nature documentaries. Do you know they fucking... Dude, yes. They're all just, the earth is dying yeah. because we fucking... Like, I just yeah. want to watch a fucking... Yes. I just want to watch anacondas. Cool pictures of stuff. I just want to watch anacondas. And they're like, now the water is rising and the, the habitat of this amazing creature is in danger. <laughs> Polar bears just fucking dying. Bro, I did the exact same and I'm thing because like, right, so I like that shit. Yeah, I love and it. I'm like, oh, is this how we're killing the planet? Is this whole thing just about that? Here's the polar bear. He's really skinny and hungry. Yeah. He has this no more co- ice to fucking Here's go Costa Rica. On. One of the best places. Like, it's like, here's Costa Rica. You know, it's flourishing. And it's like, because all you gringos keep moving yeah, here. Yeah. They're like, financially, it's flourishing. But we've killed this many species. Yo, they should just fucking pick up all the polar bears and fly them to the other pole where it's got all the ice. <laughs> Man. No? I, I don't know. But I, I don't know. I don't know. But I do think, like, listen, I, I definitely agree that we're fucking up the earth. But are we? But, yeah. See, that's the thing. That's where it's like, I don't know. I think, honestly. I mean, listen, we shouldn't here. be polluting with plastics no. and things. And I think and we're that's hurting the worse. Ocean. I think that, I think all these um, pesticides that are being yeah. sprayed on everything and then washing into well, the rivers. you, 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 and not going, them, them, them. And going to the streams and, uh, or, and then going to the oceans. Um, and uh, everybody, you know, all the um, fish and stuff are testing positive for fucking SRI, SSRIs or it's whatever the fuck. crazy, man. Like, I think that stuff crazy. is killing... Um, the planet more than like carbon. Yeah, but they're gonna say it's you. 
and because you're living and Why you're having I too many that? children and you're having well you're not you but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But you're having too many kids. Yeah. And you're doing this. It's you, you, you. But what about the fucking corporations? And eating meat and those cows are farting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's. How about that? Yeah. How about cow farts ruining the fucking ozone? I do bro. have. I do believe that some some of it's bullshit. But bro, there were fucking dinosaurs that were super big. You don't think they were farting they and shit fart, and all the time? <laughs> Their digestive system was. Do you ever, see, a, you ever so see a dinosaur's asshole? <laughs> no. Yeah, neither exactly. of you. <laughs> they never farted, man. But, but. My with the with the cow thing, the way we factory farm definitely hurts the earth. Yeah, you know they spray shit. They spray their shit as Our, fertilizer. Yes, on plants and stuff. It's disgusting. I you know, mean, E. coli outbreak on fucking spinach. What? I think yes. And the issue again is that it's not being done in the natural way. Yes. And there's too many. They've basically created a cow city, which what's the dirtiest fucking place for people? Cities, because there's too many fucking people, right? Like, people don't die out in the woods. These tribes don't die because of E. coli. Yeah, you know what else? They don't have depression or suicide. I'm sure. They don't. Yeah. They have... We, we watch these fucking uncivilized people with leaves over their dicks, and we're like, but guess what? They're always smiling. Yeah. They don't understand. You ask them about suicide, they have no fucking idea what that is. They don't even understand. Like, what? Someone, you kill yourself because you didn't get enough likes? Yeah. Because someone said you were fat? Yeah, that's you know? for and sure. And I'm not saying like I like mental health is a fucking. I'm not. Well, I'm not but that's what that. that is. That's a mental health issue. If you're fragile enough that somebody saying that you're fat uh, affects you to the point that you want to kill yourself, or people do it with the social social media is speeding that shit up. But yeah, but Even same more. thing. Fuck those people on social media. No, I know, but it's it's you know what I mean. Like I fell into. But it that's my point. One time. I think that. But you realized it, and you're like, yeah. "This is ridiculous." No, I started laughing about it, and I'm then like, you're I, like, I, "Why I, am I so worked up?" Yeah, who cares? That's the point: is that if you can't compartmentalize it and be like, "No," and some people can't, and be like, "This is just some douche on the fucking internet." Who cares? And you know, I think that also this is uh, eating mushrooms type of thing. But I've realized that um, to take what people say with a pinch of like their insecurity and you don't know what their insecurity is and that's the thing is nobody listens to somebody and tries to factor in their i mean maybe people do but i never did um until recently i try to factor in their insecurity into what they're saying to me Mm -hmm. you know um Mm -hmm. and that helps me at least be like like you said not take it personal and just kind of be like they you know, are obviously unhappy and this is how it's like surfacing is them fucking lashing out at me for no reason. And as you get older, you start to realize that people, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. We're all, yeah. we're all faking it. Yeah. Everyone just, no one knows the really fuck they're doing. There's a couple people, there's a couple people that I'm like, wow, you know, a few. As soon as you act like you know what you're doing, then everybody listens to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to make a joke out of it, well, I guess we can. Who fuck cares? But like Jordan Peterson, right? That guy was telling everyone to make your beds and fucking, I don't well, know, all kinds of shit. Do? He's fucking addicted to Xanax. Oh. The guy can't even do an interview anymore because yeah. he's still fucking rattled from Xanax addiction, which is interesting. Because he was like a. I mean, he's telling everyone, you know, how I don't to be. Know, all, his stuff, like, I know he changed a lot of lives or whatever, so I don't know. I don't really. He, his voice, I couldn't get over the but Kermit the Frog the, voice. So that's I never the thing, more. though. So do you really. 
do you have to be like and i guess the the only i don't have a better word for it but you have to be perfect to tell explain to people how to make themselves better you no. know no and, and i think and that no one, maybe no one is perfect i think that more so uh you know and i had a bit about this when i very first started that people were like frustrated and they wrote their feelings out and then people started like congratulating them for it you know and then they were like oh i'm gonna keep writing my feelings out all the time but uh, or like writing it in a way of like you have to like so that it's helpful to other people you know what i mean they're like mm -hmm. telling about really they're just trying to explain to themselves like remind themselves to keep doing these things or whatever well absolutely man and that's like almost like service right people people that are really are in service that like help home, feed the homeless and all that stuff they always say that that helps them yeah and i've always wanted to, i've done some service work i want to do more but you know helping when when you help others karma whatever you want to call it you help yourself so maybe that is someone's service by them just talking about all the shit they went through and somebody else reads it and says oh i can relate to that i don't know um, yeah, but it's a lot of bullshit going on. And once again, it kind of goes full circle, though, Clint. Like, if we were eating clean, clean diets, if we weren't consuming so much dark media, if we weren't, uh, if we were, you know, drinking clean water, if we were getting all our nutrients, if we were getting our exercise, if we weren't fucking putting these boxes working nine to five, maybe we wouldn't have half these fucking problems. I agree with that. You know, maybe um, we wouldn't have half these fucking problems. I think people are jammed into boxes that they don't necessarily fit. Like everybody. And I know why, because they want everybody to go to indoctrination. But it's like everybody's forced down the school route. And it's like, I'm not a school person. Yep. I'm like a work outside cutting down trees or like something else. You know what I mean? Like I'm. Which I actually think most of us are, but that's okay. Exactly. That's yeah, I the think point. most of us are, but they want us to all pretend that we're intellects. Exactly. And we're going to be doctors and if or you, whatever we're going to be. And if you can't sit there and read their bullshit-ass books that you don't give a fuck memorize about for it. eight hours a day and memorize it, then you need Adderall. You're fucking dumb. You're dumb and you need Adderall. You're a dummy, Clint. I know it. <laughs> you're not. You're not at all. But... That's what they told us. You know, I know. Hey, I know. I'm, I'm a dummy too. I, I know. Told that my I, whole life, dude. I hate. That's my biggest pet peeve is being called dumb because, like, sure, book wise, yes. If that was the only standard of intelligence, I would not rate very well, which is how they try to push it. But as far as regular life, I've owned my own business businesses yeah. pretty much my whole time, and you know what I mean. Done some things, so I think that. <clears throat> It's it's really hard them putting that into a kid's head, you know, like mm -hmm. one dude, I dealt with it listening to them. And then I was like, well, I'm going to have issues, you know, getting through life. And then uh, it wasn't the same. Like I didn't go down a route that was the same as a school type of thing. I guess it would just be a nine to five where you're, you know, I don't know, in a cubicle or doing whatever yeah. it is english or math or i don't know what the <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> equations all day long yeah i was like i'm gonna build some jumps and ramps and jump them you know what i mean like and watch icp and watch i get paid to watch icp yeah. no but you know what's funny man um I, i've been thinking about this vision i had i don't remember when but on one of my experiences i had a vision of an old man looking at me I, i don't know who this old man was but i was a child i was like five or six or whatever school age would be when you're very young. And this old man, it must have, you know, there's a typical, that American teacher looking old dude, and he's like, you're such a dope. 
and everyone was laughing. And he kept saying, you're such a dope and laughing. And I was like, that probably happened to me when I was a kid. Hmm. And I was told I was dumb at a very early age, like you were just saying. Yeah. And you tell the kids that. And then all of a sudden, so you got to be so careful, with, especially when they're young. Yeah. About what you say, even joking or, you know what I mean? Because that could stick and that, that yeah. you know, that brain's a computer. You could tell them they're really smart because most kids are. Most kids are unless they're fucking, you know, unless they have a learning disability or There's something like that. There's a fine line, right? There's a fine line of telling them they're smart too much. Yeah. And they yeah, think yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. they're the... Yeah, no, absolutely. You don't want to tell them they're the greatest and all that, but yeah. you do want to... No, you got to encourage them and be like, you can do whatever you want. And because I, I think out of the box, man, most of them are pretty smart. It's just how, you know, we just start putting conditions on them. We start... How many... Um, good brains that were ruined by like yeah. just a bunch of shit put into it, yeah. you know, that you yeah. can't do anything and you're worthless and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it all it just comes from like a shitty stepdad or a shitty stepmom yeah. or like just a shitty parent or, or whatever, you know, and again, life. teacher, it could even be a teacher, man. It could be a for teacher, sure. it could be a coach, it could and be a, a lot of things. And again, looking at it from being young and unaware of these grown-ups insecurities you're like this is a grown-up they've got shit worked out and now they're telling this little kid that you can't do anything or whatever you know i think that's why a lot of this just telling anybody any race any kid Mm -hmm. anybody that they can't do anything that they're stuck that you know what I mean? There's no future for them. Yeah. It's terrible. And the fact that, you know, there have been recently very famous, very wealthy people complain about their uh, groups, you know, being, you know, marginalized. And I'm like, that's terrible for all your people under you because you're like the pinnacle. I'm talking about Oprah, Oprah Winfrey and friggin' uh, she talked to, what's her name? Obama. Michelle, and they were talking about how how hard it was for you know black women, and I'm like, you've just taken hope away from everybody that's young in your sector, right? They're like, these are the rich, these are the most famous, richest people, you know, black women, and they're saying that we're fucked. Yeah, they could definitely be doing better messaging, right? Like, doesn't that seem like that's pretty daunting? If those people are like, it's really hard, you can't do anything, or do something to fix the problem, right? I think there's definitely is a problem in those na- in, in in underprivileged neighborhoods, but let's fix the fucking problem. Let's not victimize. It. Well, and just to keep telling the yeah, people in the, exactly in those neighborhoods that oh, you're uh, being re- you know. It, here's the other thing. I think that it almost like I hate diagnosis. Everybody gets everything diagnosed, right? Yeah. And so then it's like not your fault because you have a this or a have a yeah. that. Well, it's the same thing with those com- communities, right? Like if you keep telling them, dude, hundred percent. That if you're gonna tell a child they're dumb from the second they're born, they're gonna be dumb. You tell them they're bad, they're gonna be bad. And you're just like, you guys are bad. That whole neighborhood's bad. It's just drug drug dealers. Exactly. So now you've just beat that into their head. Well, then what the fuck do they think that they can do? That's why I got a real problem with fucking rap. I was was a part of rap music. You know, I used to make beats. I, it was part of, I I loved it. And I, I can't, I've been listening to some older stuff recently, just kind of reminiscing, but it's fucked up, dude. It's programming. 
Yeah. And th- you know what I mean? It, it was, when we were kids, it was all about drug dealing, not doing the drugs. Now it's about doing all the drugs and all these yeah. kids are dying. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, your brain's a fucking supercomputer. That's true. Everybody was taking advantage of the drug addicts and now everybody is the drug yeah. addict. Yeah, when that's the, true. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's like, and remember when we were very young, Clint, it was like De La Soul, Tropical Quest. It was all like intelligent rap. Yeah. And then it went away. Then all of a sudden it just Even all in the beginning, in. think about it. Even in the beginning. Um, uh, well, Nas was pretty, well, I mean, he talked about the, the life and the uh, struggle. Ice T. Yeah. Uh, no. Am I thinking? Yeah, Ice T. Colors. Yeah, that was all about gangs and yeah, he was telling stories and stuff. Sure, but it's still, it was kind of more of a cautionary tales that he was telling early on. It was definitely in the um, and NWA Slick Rick. It. Yeah, uh, again telling tales like from the hood, like kind of like cautionary type yeah. of stuff. It's um, funny. I just was listening to Slick Rick, and he is saying like, "This isn't funny." Like exactly. Yeah, and that's how the original stuff was. Yeah, and then it just got fucking hijacked. Yeah, as much as I loved NWA, that shit was definitely. <laughs> put yeah. out there you know um and they got away with saying fuck the police and all that stuff you know what i mean yeah then ice cube is like the dad and the like yeah the nice guy it's so exactly. weird it's so fucking weird and easy e was definitely the only you know fucking hardcore motherfucker and he's these blown like, died yeah. really young it's crazy but we i think we might have talked about this but that anybody any real big musician that started to see the light and like uh, go to the way of love and like really like pushing any of that always got everybody I heard just this morning that even um Martin Luther King Malcolm X and maybe somebody else the maybe the guy from the Black Panthers like way back in the day when they got assassinated is it was that they had started to work together with like white supremacist groups or like yeah they started to like bridge the gap so and i can't i'm gonna butcher it because i don't remember exactly what he said but that um one of them had just started to they him and the like the white supremacist group in the area had kind of realized that they both had a common enemy and then started spending time with each other (laughs) to to try and uh they started spending time together and then they noticed that the the uh white supremacists stopped using like carrying whatever flag or whatever they changed some shit and then whoever the other person was had kind of like opened their eyes too and then they were like oh we better fucking get rid of this because if these people start to actually realize you know they're being played Divide and conquer man it's happening right now really bad in this world they're and, doing uh, a great job doing a great job of it right down to whether or not i got a shot it's yeah magic juice i like that i heard another got contact creator he doesn't he doesn't, uh, so he doesn't get flat yeah. he just calls it the magic magic juice and yeah. his listeners know exactly what he's talking about yeah if i take their magic juice he says so he doesn't get demonetized and stuff and i like that yeah i did a show last night and i asked and he goes somebody goes yeah i took it very seriously and i was like ah, oh, good for you <laughs> i think a time will come i don't know i don't even want to talk about this shit that right. shit but 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 i do have to run too but um guys we're at 58 minutes anyway this was awesome I gotta go. Uh, jump Sorry on for call. the first ten minutes. Yeah, um, I mean, if you, well, unless you enjoyed it, then you're welcome. Yeah, if you had fun, that's <laughs> that's the way Clint and I started podcasting. 
it was very crazy. That's how we always uh, did things. And I kind of miss those days. I need to bring one of my things back. Yeah. So, and I do miss, I, I miss having fun and silly like that and just saying crazy. Because there's a lot of crazy stories I have that I just feel like they don't fit. And there's so many um, awesome listeners that hit me up. I don't want to inspire them to do the wrong thing. Um, but there is some fun stories in there. And some fun stuff we could talk about. And I'm sorry if I offended anyone. That wasn't my... Actually, I don't give a fuck if I offended you. I'm just kidding. No, They I, know I, you by now. I know. I'm just playing. Um, but it's so great to be back. Uh, I'll try to get back to as many messages as I can. It's been a little overwhelming getting back to work. But we're getting back. Um, and yeah, just thank you. Thank you to the Swarm. We are the Swarm. I love the Swarm. Psychedelic Swarm all day. And uh, I should be on some of Sam's podcasts soon. I've been um, also talking to Tommy a lot. Tommy G, he's back. He is back. <laughs> I've been I've been talking to him, so maybe he'll be back on the pod, or I'll be on his podcast. I don't know, but the the band is back, and um, these guys are fired up. I'm trying to take it at a different angle. I'm trying to find the light, but these guys are fired up. As um, daunting as it is, I mean, I think <clears throat> it is definitely you have to try and find the light and push other people towards the light. Uh, there is a time to fight, obviously. I don't know when that is necessarily, but I think, um, push back at least. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, fight is an aggressive word. We got to be careful with our words now, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like influence the things to change that, you know, we need to change, but, um, you still also need to, like you said, unplug and chill the fuck out and meditate or something mm. or get out in your garden or at least get out in nature, sun your butthole, like <laughs> do careful with that one. Do something. Uh, just do something for yourself. Run, work out, whatever. Uh, get out in nature. Get breathing hard. Fucking trying to eat well and feel as best as you can. Yeah. That's real. it. And buy HeroSoapCompany.com. Go there. Fuck yeah. Buy some natural soap. You can get 10% off. I'm not going to give you the whole spiel. I was trying to be inspiring, but then I thought I figured I'd throw an ad in. Uh, HeroSoapCompany.com. You can get 10% off using the code FREETHINKERS. Um, and it is the reason I thought about it is that um, it is all natural soap. And it is all uh, sourced and made in the United States. So stuff like that. Also, we need to support local. Like we were talking about, I found a local farm buying uh, grass-fed beef there. Um, take care of yourself. Support the local farmers. Keep them in business because yeah. um, if we don't, then everything's going to be factory farmed and we're going to be feeling like revolution. shit. That is the revolution. Go find a local farm, people, please. And um, let's keep these farms alive, mom-pop farms and uh, eat healthier. Uh, I hope everybody has a great week. Later.